0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio on this Thursday, October 13th. Ooh, Thursday the 13th. I'm nervous. We do have one light working in the studio, so we're good. And that uh, that's really good because Ed Peaks here. If there was no lights, he can't see. <laughs> Neither can I, by the way. How are you doing today,
1: Edward? Okay, how you doing? I'm doing well. Beautiful the, uh, weather outside. Fall is here. Fall is here. Yeah, winter yeah, is little, right around the corner. A little
0: cold front came in yesterday. I'm golfing this Sunday over at Covered Bridge. Uh, Going to have to layer up a little bit. Got to layer up. It's it's There's a chill in the air. This is football weather. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. Eminem and m Hotline is open. 384-1450. I haven't heard from my man Buzz Frank. Saw him Friday night at the St. manual game. He said he was going to call win or lose. Uh I don't know if he's bitter. I don't know uh, what the problem is, but I haven't heard from Buzz. But the Eminem cards hotline is open. <laughs> 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number. 414 1450. All right, I'm going to give you a choice here, and I'm stealing this from another show, which I like to do because I don't like to do any research. If I gave you the choice tonight, are you watching double playoff games, Seattle at Houston, Cleveland at the Yankees, or are you watching NFL football? Keep in mind, it's the one in four Washington Commanders. At the two and three Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. You can only watch one. This is not, okay, I'm going to start with baseball and flip. I'm going to watch, see how the football game's going. You got to decide now. You're watching one NFL football, which is the most popular sport in America because of fantasy football and because of gambling,
1: or Major League Baseball playoffs. Ed, what do you think about that? I think you already know the answer to that. Football will not be on in the peak house, I can tell you that right now. Not even Baylor, West Virginia? Well, I might flip over to that, but you say I can't, so... No, you, you know, can't. you got to watch I'm, one or the other. I might flip over to check the score, but I guarantee you, my wife will sit there and watch the entire game. She was up a little, even later than I was last night... Dodgers lose. ...watching the Padres and the Dodgers. Uh, what do you make of
0: that, by the it's way? Very, well, I'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. It's very interesting, because NFL football in America is just huge. Now, it's different in Louisville, the Louisville metropolitan area because we don't have a protein. Um but I I think with it being Washington and the Bears, last week's game was a stinker. Uh last week's game was Indianapolis and Denver, 12-9 in overtime. Congratulations. In overtime. to the Colts. No touchdowns in that game. Now you got Washington and Chicago I don't know if Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet are happy about deciding to go to Amazon right now, but keep in mind, next week, New Orleans and Arizona, not awful, not great, but in week eight, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so it does get better. The Eagles in Houston the following week, not necessarily great. Atlanta, Carolina, Tennessee, Green Bay, okay. Then you got Thanksgiving Day. Uh, which doesn't involve Amazon, and then the following week, Buffalo and the Patriots. It's called Thursday night football for a reason. There are some really bad games.
1: <laughs> well, Why? And I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to pose it anyway. Yeah, why sure. did they go, Why did they go to Amazon to make more money? Obviously,
0: absolutely. Amazon, op- Jeff Bezos opened up the uh, pocketbook. And here's the thing about these Amazon games: we don't if, have it at 908 Finley. If you're streaming on on these games, you're watching commercials, and Amazon knows this. Amazon Prime, Jeff Bezos, they are smart. You're on a streaming service because if you leave that streaming service to go look at something else and you got to wait and then you got to come back and you got to wait for it to load but nobody changes the channel here like you do with mm-hmm. regular network television where you can on Sunday flip between the the uh, CBS game and the Fox game you can switch back and forth or you can go watch a baseball game during a commercial whatever you want to you're not doing that when you're streaming it on Amazon so they're making a lot of money they're making more money on advertising with Amazon than I would imagine on any of these other Uh, Networks because you can't flip away. Hmm. Now they've had some good Thursday night games: Chargers and Chiefs in Week Two, Pittsburgh and Cleveland doesn't look good now, but in Week Three that was a good game. Dolphins were undefeated when they went to Cincinnati in Week Four. That was a really good game. But uh, for the most part, Thursday night football traditionally has been bad football. You got teams on short weeks; they don't have time to heal from Sunday, get ready, and get prepared for a Thursday night game. And we've seen bad football on Thursday nights. It continued last week, and we certainly
1: expect it to continue with the Commanders and the Bears tonight. Okay. Example: uh, You play on Thursday. Or excuse me, on Sunday. Yep. You finish about uh, five o'clock. Sure. Four thirty, five o'clock. Yep. You heal up or whatever. Come in the next day, get treatment. They go through. They do a tremendous amount of of, of film, what they call film. Film video, session on Monday. V- video study. Yep. You practice Tuesday. Well, you're on a plane on Wednesday going to your destination. Yep. And that's the problem. And I've heard some I've heard some players start to grumble. And these about Thursday night
0: this. games are not going away. There's too much money invested by the NFL and by Amazon Prime here. They're not going anywhere. You're gonna see it. You just Nobody cares how bad the football is because I've got the Bears and over tonight in a parlay. So guess what? I'll be watching. It doesn't matter how bad the football is. If I have a fantasy football, if I have David Montgomery, the Bears running back, or I have, God forbid, Carson Wentz, the Washington (laughs) quarterback on my fantasy team, I'm watching tonight. The ratings are always going to be good. It doesn't matter who's playing. However, in this area, I'm watching baseball tonight. I'm going to watch. I have the luxury of watching. I got two TVs, so I got the luxury of watching both. But if I didn't have that luxury, I'm
1: watching baseball tonight. There will be no doubt. That, I mean, that's a, no doubt that in the peak household, baseball will be on. We are going to talk to Ed about uh, ACC Media
0: Days. Uh, they happened this week, both for women's and men's basketball. Kenny Payne took the stage yesterday. Uh, I'll check with Ed because I'm going to be honest. I didn't see a whole lot of what happened at ACC Media Day. So we'll talk about that. Uh, let's get to baseball, though. The Braves tie the series up with Philadelphia 3-0 yesterday. That uh, series moves to Philly on Friday. It'll be the first Philadelphia postseason baseball game since 2011. They are jacked up in the city of brotherly love. 4:37, first pitch on Friday on FS1. Charlie Morton for the Braves and, and uh, Aaron Nola, who's a great pitcher for the Phillies, uh, last night's game, the Braves only got four hits, but they got three of them with two outs in the sixth inning to drive in a run each time. Um, Kyle Wright, six innings, two hits, one walk, six strikeouts. Uh, the Braves, as I mentioned, got three runs with two outs in the sixth inning. That, those were the only runs scored in the game. It was sort of a as close to a must-win for the Braves as there is. I know unless it's an elimination game, it's not ever officially a must-win. But the Braves needed to win that game. You can't go down 2-0 and then go back to Philly in a five-game series. Well,
1: I didn't realize this, and I I should have known this better, but I did not know that Joe Girardi had been let go because at one time – the Phillies were 22-29, and 29. Yeah, and I always held him in pretty high esteem yeah. as being a, a good manager. Boy, this manager, guy is a, manager, he did a great job. This guy has turned it around. Rob
0: Thompson, who just got a two-year extension because right, of the right. fact that he did turn it around. Part of it, though, uh, Bryce Harper's healthy, at least healthy enough to bat. He's d right. He's still not healthy enough to play the outfield, but he's healthy enough to bat. Uh, Castellanos has picked up his hitting. In the second half of the season. And where'd they get him from? I talked about this yesterday. There are are Cincinnati Reds peppered throughout these playoffs. Luis Castillo in Seattle. Brandon Drury with San Diego Padres hitting fourth for the Padres. Uh, They're everywhere. Yes, they are. (laughs) They're everywhere. Uh, But this Braves game yesterday, they had to have it and they got it. Were you surprised they lost game one, considering they had their ace, Max Freed, going against the Phillies' number three starter? No, everybody, Ranger Suarez. E-
1: everybody can have a bad game. We we'll look at uh, look at last night that uh, uh, Padres, the the left hander for the Dodgers, Clayton uh, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, everybody can have a bad game. Yeah, uh, two bad games, maybe not so much, but anybody can have a bad and an off game, and especially baseball. It's
0: and a five game series. I say this. I said this during the wild card round. Three game series, anybody can win. San Diego proved it. They went to New York and uh, and they won. Seattle proved it. They went to Toronto and won the first two Boy, games in had Toronto. Toronto in the, in the World Series. Uh, no, that's Tony. That's Tony. I had the Angels. <laughs> no, actually, I had Cleveland uh, uh, before the uh, postseason started. They were my long shot with the Cleveland Guardians. I still like them. problem with Cleveland is they've got four runs in three games all on home runs, and they're not a home run hitting team. So that,
1: that 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 is a problem.
0: They're usually a steal the base first to third, uh, you know, scrap scrap for some runs. They haven't been able to do that. One of the best managers, either against Tampa Bay or against the Yankees. One of the best in, managers,
1: if not the best manager in baseball right now. He resides in Cleveland. Terry Francona, yes, sir,
0: Tito. Um, of course, did great ended, things. Ended in the drought in Boston, right. Um, tell me that wasn't hard. I don't think. know what happened there, where they they sort of parted ways. They didn't agree on some things, but Cleveland that was a smart move to sign him right away because you're right. He got him to the World Series in 2016 against the Cubs. Probably should have won that World Series. Had every chance Probably to win it. Should have. Yeah. And uh, here he is in Cleveland again with a team of a bunch of guys you don't know and Jose Ramirez. Uh, really good pitching. You'll see Shane Bieber go tomorrow night. He is an absolute stud. He'll go against the Yankees tomorrow night. But, yeah, he's done great. And that's why I like Cleveland was their pitching staff and the fact that they don't strike out. Right. right. One of those few teams in the league now that takes strike. pride in not not just taking or swinging and strike three. Well, he, he,
1: he's a little bit of old school. Bunt, yeah. Bunt under the to second. Fly ball, get him to third. Fly ball, get him home or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I got a fact. Get him over, I, get him I in. got a useless fact here for you. Aren't they all? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Terry Francona at one time was a player for the Louisville Redbirds. Did you realize that?
0: Redbirds or Colonels? <laughs> Those oh, he's not
1: that old. <laughs> not he's quite not quite that old. that old. Not quite that old. He'd be on a wheelchair if he was played for the <laughs> Uh I did not know he yes, uh, ever yes.
0: suited up for the Redbirds.
1: Kevin Kennedy, who managed the Texas Rangers for several years, was a catcher in the Cardinal organization. He was a catcher with the Redbirds. But it's just, just throwing out a few names. Terry Francona. Yes. All right, San Diego beats the
0: Dodgers last night 5-3 in L.A. Now San Diego all of a sudden has home field advantage. It's a Padres team that lost 14 of 19 to the Dodgers in the regular season. So I certainly don't think this is a huge deal that the Dodgers lost last night. But the Padres, who look good in New York against the Mets, all of a sudden they've got a little bit of confidence. Manny Machado, a double and a homer, two RBIs, hit a big home run in the first inning off of Kershaw. Jake Cronenworth added a home run. And Josh Hader, the guy they went and got at the uh, trade deadline for Milwaukee, a four-out save last night. Uh, very impressive. The Dodgers had three runs. Three solo homers. This is baseball. This is what it is now. Three three home no, runs. Unfortunately. Three yes. runs. They lose five three. Are the Dodgers
1: in trouble here? No, and I'm gonna ask you this. I'll throw this back at you. Does home field really mean that much much in baseball? I will tell starting you starting pitching. I'll tell you it. I'll tell you what it does be where it does mean something is Yankee Stadium. Yeah. For the Yankees. I'll give you that. Uh other than that, uh, you know, LA big ballpark. Well, I'll tell you why this is not a big deal. Dodgers
0: on the road this year, 54 and
1: 27. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: 54 right. and 27 on the road and they had the biggest run differential in a long long time, plus 334 runs. That's an incredible they, number. They won 111 games.
1: Yep. I mean, look at their lineup.
0: Freeman at at first, they Cody uh, Bellinger hits ninth. He's a former MVP. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm former, just saying. For Will Smith is, the, is former – he's got to be the most famous athlete to ever come out of country day. <laughs> that's – I don't think that's an underestimation. Here, I don't Ed. think – no. I think you're all over that one. Max Mun- Muncie at first, you got uh, – What's the uh, – ter- Trey Turner? Trey Turner
0: is – he had another home run last night. Uh, he, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, and I'm, I, I want my Cubs to get Trey Turner. because Now, he had a big error last night to kind of yeah, open yeah, the floodgates yeah. for the Padres a little bit. Cost the Dodgers a couple of runs. But uh, Trey Turner, he's a all-star, no doubt about it. Justin Turner over at third. Don't forget, you know, the guy we haven't mentioned, Mookie Betts, leadoff hitter in Maybe, right field, yeah, former I mean, MVP. yeah. yeah. Uh, they got Clay Thompson's brother playing left field now, Trace Thompson. Uh, the double header at at, at the catcher, Austin Barnes and Will Smith. Barnes usually catches Kershaw. I, I love these guys that have their own personal catcher. Uh, you know, John Lester it
1: kept David Ross David, in the big leagues for right, years right, because he right, was his right. personal catcher. But I, I, I Dodgers are good. I just don't think it's going to make. I mean, I could be wrong, but I still think it's the Dodgers and Astros to lose. Yeah. I just really feel that way. Uh,
0: Dodgers-Padres game three is Friday, 837 FS1. Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers and Blake Snell. A lot of postseason experience experience with Tampa Bay. Uh, He'll go for the Padres. So really interested in that one. You mentioned the Houston Astros. They, were, they got fortunate the other night, Ed. Uh, down 7-3 to three, going to the bottom of the eighth inning. They get a two-run homer from Bregman in the eighth, and then they get that three-run walk-off from Jordan well, her- Alvarez in the ninth. They
1: got two outs, hit batter, next guy singles. Yep. Two outs, nobody on. And I'm sitting there, my wife's sitting across from me, I said, if this guy throws number four hitter Alvarez. Yep, the
0: one four. guy you
1: can't let beat you. And I told, her, I told her, I says, if he throws him a fastball, he's crazy. First pitch, fastball. And she looks at me. She goes, "Ha ha!" He threw him a fastball. <laughs> and I guess said, what he did on pitch I, I said, "I said if he throws him another fastball, he's in trouble." Well, he hit it nine hundred miles. He hit it a long, and it long was a no way. doubter.
0: It was a no doubter. And that was Robbie Ray, who was making his first relief appearance. You get sometimes you outthink yourself as a manager. And look, if he strikes him out, everybody says, "What a move by Scott Service," but he didn't I, right, strike right. him out. He brought in a starting pitcher. To get one guy out, that's what he was that, in there that's for. That's
1: three strikes. That's all. Three strikes or a fly ball or a fly. yeah. Oh, I, I, I can't. I can't. And I'm sure the the and media he, in Seattle roasted him severely.
0: Uh, so how does Seattle get back up on the horse after a deflating defeat like that? Well, it's the same Seattle team, by the way, that came back from an eight one deficit to beat Toronto
1: the previous game. <sighs> I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything because it does, but I think in baseball it means less because you play so many games. And, I mean, my it's all goodness, about the Reds, the Reds had won the first two against the Cubs at the end of the year. Well, they do. They go out and get beat 15-2 to in the last game. It's all about, and we've heard this cliche many, many times, you're only as good as the next day's starting well, pitcher. Yeah. You... You're only as good as a guy in the middle of the diamond, and that's true. You're only going to go as far if that guy's not on. If, if that guy's not on, you're in trouble. All right, let's you, take a break. You can have the greatest infielders, the greatest outfielders, a uh, great defensive team. Yeah. If he keeps throwing balls up there that are getting hit out of the it ballpark, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't does matter. It. No. All right, we'll take a break.
0: We'll come back. Preview tonight's games. Look ahead at some college football coming up this weekend. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports. This about Eminem Cartage. Scott Spears in studio. Ed Peak is with me. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450. The Thornton's text line open as well, 414-1450. I'm sorry if uh, you heard us off the air there. At least we thought we were off the air. I'm <laughs> going to ask Ed a question, and then I'm going to go around and plug the mics back yeah, yeah, in. good idea. All right, Ed. Tell me about uh, the Louisville ACC media days. I haven't seen anything, so what do you know?
1: Well, the only thing I saw was uh, the interviews with uh, uh, Kitty Payne and, and what he was uh, talking about. Uh, he kind of cued – or clued in the fan base that this year might not be the greatest year win-loss-wise. He wants to get guys in there who uh, are dedicated to helping each other. You know, of course, the kind of the same coach speak as always. And he wants guys who, who I guess the best way to put it, is mature through the years. Uh, I don't think uh, – Uh, I don't think that, uh, you know, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if he is uh, preparing the fan base for another 13 and 19. I mean, you know, I I don't know. None of these are his guys or very few of them are his guys. So uh, uh, we'll we'll, we'll just have to see. I know uh, we're already, uh, gosh, it's right around the corner uh, with basketball. And uh, to me is (laughs) – who in the ACC is really going to be good? I guess uh, I guess you look at North Carolina as being, you know, pretty good. Uh, well, I'm waiting for the uh, those preseason
0: polls to come out. We just had ACC media days, and usually, and I know with football it's this way, you have the media poll come right, out right, right at the end right. of media days. How high up
1: do you expect Louisville to be, or how low down, I should maybe ask, do you expect the cars? I can't see Louisville being anywhere. What are there now, uh, 14 or 16? I'm, my math is terrible on that. 14 teams in 14, the ACC? 14, yeah. I would say they're anywhere from 10 on down. Ooh. Uh, and that's just the way it is. I mean. Uh, How patient will the fan base be? Well, they're going to have to. I mean, you've got to be patient They're going to have to this be patient. This is year one. Uh,
0: right, right, right. And right. Uh, you got a late start in recruiting. And they have a loaded schedule. And they do have a loaded schedule. Lenore Ryan and Shamanad
1: notwithstanding. <laughs> Exhibition games, uh, yes. but I mean, they got. Uh, where well, they go to the bah- not the Bahamas uh, during Thanksgiving week. They're they're uh, is it Arkansas Maui they- Maui. I'm sorry, it's Maui. They get Arkansas,
0: There's- then they get the Texas Tech Creighton winner or loser, depending on what the cards do. That's a that's a pretty loaded field out there in uh, in Maui. But you know
1: what? I think I think that's good. I mean. All right, here, here Card Nation, don't set yourself up to have a, oh, we're going to go to the Final Four or we're going to get the Final 16 or we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Enjoy the year. Develop these yeah. players. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. You know, I, I wrote a column about this, and I think you read it. Uh, you know, it isn't always if you – and that's why you play the game, to win a championship. That's why you play the games. That's why you do, uh, and I'm not saying that just because you don't win a championship, or what I am saying is because you don't win a championship. You can't tell me the year that Kentucky was runner. it lost to Duke in the NCAA in the East region. That wasn't a great year for Kentucky. Yeah, it certainly was. It was a great year, and it got them back on track. Uh, a I'll use long two, time ago. I'll earlier. use two quick examples, and they both involve Louisville football. Number one, Charlie Strong's first year. They're floating along with six and six, get a bowl bid to the Beef Brady's bowl, and everybody goes whoopee. Well, okay, I agree. It's 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 a nothing bowl. It's not much. They play Southern Miss. They come back in the fourth quarter and win the game. And he at that point, they went I believe they went seven and five the next year. They start this deal where they start winning. They start a culture. And then a couple of years later. Texas Tech, not Texas Tech, excuse me, Texas A&M in the Music City Bowl when uh, Lamar Jackson uh, put everybody on alert. He's surreal because he had almost 500 yards of total offense, offense himself, yeah. which is still a bowl record. And the thing about getting to a bowl game at that point,
0: uh, you get an extra month of practice, Well, and it's invaluable. It's invaluable to have your guys get better and better and better during that month, uh, just instruction wise,
1: a lot of people, a lot of media types. I don't know particularly if people, not me, uh, poo poo uh, a- anything. I except, don't poo anything <laughs> except the, the the final four or what's going to be the final 8, 12, whatever it's going to be. Right, the playoff, the playoffs. Yeah, but you can't tell me that that the if the Cotton Bowl's not the rotation or the. Uh, uh, the bowl out in Arizona, the uh, Fiesta, bowl. Uh, Fiesta Bowl. You can't. You can't tell me that these games don't mean something to the players. And so, I mean, one of the most fun games, and I was not working that day, was that game in the Music City Bowl between Texas A&M and Louisville. Then Nashville's fun, too. Well, Na- well, Nashville's a great place. <laughs> That's yeah. just, just there's no to. there's no doubt about that. By the way,
0: here's the Maui Invitational matchups. Texas Tech against Creighton. Louisville versus Arkansas. Those are the afternoon games. I guess those are actually morning games in, uh, in Hawaii, but they're on 2.30 <laughs> and 5 o'clock Eastern time on Monday, November 21st. Then the late games, Ohio State versus San Diego State. And Cincinnati against Arizona, so you got some really good competition out in Maui. uh, And you mentioned the schedule, and that's part of it, right? Right. No, absolutely. And you got Maryland in the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge coming to the Yum Center. Uh, You've got a November or an early December conference game against the Miami Hurricanes. WKU is coming in. Don't sleep on that one. That's not an easy game. Um, So. And then of course obviously you go to Kentucky, but non conference schedule for the cards, it's not a walkthrough here.
1: No, no, and I and I like I said, whatever how many wins they come up with this year and whatever however far that they do I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, if you ask me to put down number of wins and losses, I have no idea. How far this team's going to go? What it's going to be like? I mean, Mike James, who was hurt all of last year, right. guard. Who you knows? don't know how if he's going to be any good the or kid not. Kid from Tennessee,
0: the transfer from Tennessee, who I like a lot. I have saw him play a few times last year. He's a big body, um, defensive skills, offensively. Maybe he's got a little work to do, but. But he's going to make a difference.
1: Well, you know that Cindy Curry, Sidney Curry is going to be good. Curry's going to be at least Curry. you think he is. And you you have to assume Wheeler's uh, gotten more skilled. Yeah, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie will. <Williams. laughs> Rosie, yeah. If he he needs to move, he, he, I'm sure if he loses a little weight and can move a little bit, L. Ellis. he's going to shoot the ball. He's going and he's quick as he's quick as light. He's going to score. Other than that, other than that, I don't. Well, and Jalen Withers is. I'll keep hearing this. You got better last year. You keep hearing this. You got better. Potential, 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 potential.
0: Texer said yesterday Gary Parish predicted U to finish in 14th place in the ACC. That's out of 14 schools. Yeah, that's we'll not see. good. We'll see. That's, well, there's no nowhere to go but up from there. No. no. By the way, we were talking earlier. Texer says John and Ed. Speaking of personal catchers, didn't Bruce Benedict? of the Braves make a career out of being a personal catcher. <laughs> I don't know if he was Maddox's catcher or Glavin's catcher, but yeah, he did. He made a made a living out of it. Bruce
1: ben- Eggs Benedict. Did you Eggs know he was Benedict. a college basketball official? Yeah, for a long, long yeah, time, yeah. and a good
0: one. Yeah. Um, all right, back to baseball. A couple games tonight, 337, uh, so an afternoon game. Seattle at Houston. We know what happened in game one, the Alvarez walk-off home run. Speaking of the Reds, Louis Castillo going for Seattle today, 8-6 with a 299 ERA. Framber Valdez, underrated pitcher for the Houston Astros, 17-6 this year with a 282 ERA. Seattle is a plus 135. Houston is a minus 160. That's a pretty prohibitive favorite here. I sort of expect Seattle to bounce back here. You need a good game out of Castillo but again do what you did in game 1 get a couple of early runs here and put the pressure on Houston
1: uh there was a common theme about the pitchers you just read off there and their ERAs were all below 3 yeah in this day in time all four
0: starters tonight under 3
1: that's 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 good this day in time because what is it now six innings and an ERA above 3 you play nine.
0: you pitch 5 your pitch count is in the 80s uh, you know, all of a sudden, well, yeah. his pitch counts eighty-two. We got to get him out of there. He's gone five, and he can't go through the lineup a third time. That's a big theme nowadays. Try taking Nolan Ryan out of a game when he's uh, thrown eighty pitches and he's getting ready to go through a lineup Try for the Gibson. third time. Try
1: Bob Gibson. No, no way. Randy I mean, Johnson. It's just a different era. It's a oh, different it game. It, it is. I don't. How can, I, how can we get to our bullpen? That's the thing. Well, I scored about fifteen games this year. Uh, for the bats, yep. and not one. There were, every game that I scored, multiple teams, both teams used. I don't. I did not have a game where one team used less than four pitchers. One game I had eight for one team. Crazy eight. Um, there was they a used game. They only carry ten.
0: Tuesday, a team that won. I'm trying to figure out which one it was. Used seven pitchers,
1: yeah.
0: and they won the game.
1: Well, it did the last year or the year, either last year or the year before it was they would, Philadelphia? They would start a, a reliever it and use nine guys. Yeah, yeah, they they called it an opener instead of a closer.
0: He was an opener. <laughs> he pitched one inning. Tampa Bay. Well, I think was one of the first teams to do that. These
1: guys are making big time money, so whatever. Game two today, seven
0: thirty-seven. Uh, and again, I'm going to remind you, if you want to hear hear it done right, Bob Costas and uh, Ron Darling on the call. For Cleveland and the Yankees from Yankee Stadium, New York won the first game 4-1. to Got a two-run homer from Anthony Rizzo, a solo homer from Harrison Bader, who they picked up at the trade deadline. Shane Bieber, who I love, 13-8, and 288 ERA against Nelson Cortez. He was the best Yankee pitcher this season. Nelson. I understand why they had to start Cole. He makes $42 million a year. But Cortez was the best Yankee pitcher this year, twelve and four, two forty-four earned run average. The Yankees are slight favorites here, minus one thirty-five. Cleveland plus one fifteen. So only probably a, because they're played. At there's home. a little money. Uh, it's in the Yankee Stadium, but there's a little money here that says uh, they kind of like Cleveland a little bit in this game. I, I and again, Shane Bieber, you get the ace. Uh, he's been really good this season.
1: Give me uh, give Yankees me. Homer walk or strikeout. Give me John Sterling, and uh, I just had her name on my tip of my tongue. The other radio broadcast. the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, um, what is Susan Waldman? Susan, yeah,
0: she's good. She's been doing it for a long, for a long time. time. She's been doing. She did it back in the late nineties when uh, they were going to the World Series and winning World Series every every other year.
1: Susan Waldman's good. John John Sterling's like eighty. Well, uh Charlie Steiner with the Dodgers now is getting up. I like Michael Kay with the Yankees. I love Michael Kay. Michael K is good. He's, you know he did a series. He did the Cardinals Philly series yes, on did. TV. With Michael A-Rod. Kays with A-Rod, very good. I think. He did it with good. A-Rod. I, I, I can do without A-Rod. Yeah. I can do without A-Rod. And I, and I know I know a lot of people don't like him, but it, when Fox had A-Rod, the big hurt, David Ortiz, and Pete, Pete Rose, Rose, yeah. It was great. It Just, was uh, that was great. the pregame show. And, and they they, they did a post game show too. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Pete Rose could talk baseball. I've got that Major forever. League Baseball
0: package, so I watch a lot of Yankee games. And Michael K with Paul O'Neill and David Cohn, it's great. They're fantastic, playing off each other. And the Mets games, Gary Cohen, Ron Darling, and Keith Hernandez, they're really good. But Costas and Darling tonight on on uh, TBS seven thirty seven Yankees if they play now. There's rain in the forecast. There is a possibility, Hmm. I would even call it a likelihood, based on what we heard yesterday, that this Yankee-Cleveland game might get pushed to tomorrow. But, uh, again, that would make it easy on me. I'd definitely be watching the Commanders and the Bears. (laughs) That's travel day tomorrow, right? That is a travel day, supposed to be a travel day for uh, American League tomorrow.
1: Today's a travel day for the National Isn't it always interesting that the Yankees play in primetime?
0: No, that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's just, there are Yankee fans everywhere, and if if you're not a Yankee fan, you're probably a Yankee hater. So you're so you're going to watch so and play against,
1: right, right? Right.
0: All right, we'll take a break. Uh, try to get our headsets uh, back in order here because uh, we can't hear anything except each other right now. But uh, we will take a break. Come back with more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, present about Eminem Cardi. on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage, John Spears in studio, technical difficulties fixed. I'm going to be sending a bill to Dugan, (laughs) the boss here, because I'm not part of the tech support team, and if I'm going to be, I think I should be uh, well paid for it. Ed, what are your thoughts? Uh, Thankfully, you keep kicking that
1: wire out over there. I never kicked anything. It just <laughs> fell out on its own. Of but, course uh, it did. Welcome back. I mean, with this state-of-the-art studio Spears we have Spears on here, Sports
0: but... presented by M&M Cartridge. I'm going to talk right over Ed here. The uh, <laughs> M&M Cartridge hotline is still open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we can talk to you now, Buzz. 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well. Get your text into the final segment of the show at 502-414-1450. My buddy Phoenix Hill Richard said uh, Redbirds and Padres talk. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you everything here. NFL tonight, Washington and Chicago. The Commanders are one and four. Ron Rivera threw his quarterback Carson Wentz under the bus earlier in the week. He has apologized ever since. And uh, it'll, it looks like Kumbaya in Washington right now. They Look, when you're one and four, and you look up in your division and the three teams ahead of you are 5 and 0, 4 and 1 and 4 and 1. Things are not
1: looking good. You don't have a lot to look hope, be hope. You do not.
0: The Bears in Chicago, that game's in Chicago tonight, Soldier Field, 2 and 3 are the Bears coming in, which is kind of impressive considering if I asked you to name an offensive player for Chicago other than Justin Fields, could you do it? No. A lot of people would say no. David Montgomery is a starting quarterback. Receiver wise, Good luck uh, figuring out who's catching the ball from Justin Fields. It is a pick 'em game with the over under being a low 38. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of offense expected in Chicago tonight. Uh, my pick for tonight will be the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears and a pick 'em. I know they're not playing for anything in this game, although the Bears are playing for maybe a little more than the the Washington Commanders because they do have a chance in a division that includes Detroit who they're ahead of, Green Bay and Minnesota, they feel like, you know what, we're not out of it yet. So give me the Bears tonight, even, I'm going to take them uh, as my pick. Unsponsored six-pack coming tomorrow. Ed and I are going to go through a few of the games. Let's start locally here, Ed. Um, Louisville's on a bye, so let's start with Kentucky. They're at home against Mississippi State. Will Levis practiced yesterday. We expect him to be a go because Vegas, who's a lot smarter than us, has knocked that spread down out of somewhere in the four range. It was seven earlier in the week. So that kind of gives me the impression that Will Levis is going to play. But you mentioned it off the air.
1: This is a really good Mississippi State team Mike Leach has. They can score points. And I didn't think South Carolina was as good as they uh, uh, put up last week. But, boy, that second half, they owned the second half. And they half. ran the ball against Kentucky, too. And Mississippi State can run the they ball. They love Will running Rogers the football. Has done a great job this year. And Mike Leach is is a good coach. Yeah. Uh, I don't – you know, he might be he, crazy. He's a little, uh, little different. Yeah, but uh, you know what? We he's make, got personality. We we, we kind of poke fun at people who are a little different. I don't have a problem with that. Like I, me? I like No. No, I, I like Mike Leach as a coach, and I like him as a – Uh, The commentator was asking him, uh, the the lady who was doing the game, she was, and I'll make this short, was getting married, and she goes, should I get married or should I elope? And he stood there for a second, and then they go on a long dissertation. He goes, I think you should elope right now. (laughs) <laughs> right now? Right. Now. Just go.
0: <laughs> Pick up your tape recorder and get out of here. Go, go. And go elope and take all that money that you were going to pay for the wedding and yep. your parents were going to yep. pay for the wedding and stock it away, put a down payment on a house or have a nice uh, honeymoon.
1: He is definitely uh, a, a different. Uh, I've uh, told guy. my daughter
0: I'll give her X amount of dollars if she elopes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not. No, I know, but I'm saving
0: money there. In it. my opinion. I'm saving money. Well, true. I'm saving money if I give her x thousands of dollars instead of paying for a wedding and a reception
1: but if you give her X amount of thousands I'm coming of dollars, out on top you
0: could have used that to give her a wedding I'm saying I'm using half of what it would oh, cost me but okay okay for a, the wedding that she would want <laughs> I'm, I'm only paying half of that if she elopes and I give her the money to go have a nice little vacation slash honeymoon or you know sell her house and get another house whatever Hmm. Yes, I'm not married to walking my daughter down the aisle. That doesn't uh, yeah. really. I, I, I look. If I do it, I'll be crying the whole way, and I'll love it. But I don't. It's not one of those dad things that I have to have on my bucket list. I don't need to walk her down the aisle. Go elope if you want
1: to. Well, if I had if I had a daughter, which I don't, and I don't, and will not have, be having any kids, that would be a prerequisite for me. I would have to. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah, just, just me, just, just you. All right, Maryland, Indiana. The Hoosiers need a win here.
0: They're three and three. They were three and zero. The schedule doesn't get really, really much easier down the road. You got a road game at Michigan State. I guess you could win. Uh, you've got no. They're not going to win at Michigan State. I'm sorry. You got a road game at Rutgers. I guess you could win. I guess. But Penn State, Ohio State, Purdue to end the season in Bloomington. A Maryland team that got beat by Purdue at home last week. Now Indiana's is at home to Maryland. Maryland is an eleven-point favorite on the road. That's a three thirty game on ESPN two. Tom Allen fired his uh, offensive line coach uh, after the last week's game, so he's got a new guy running the O line. The O line's been terrible for Indiana all season long. Do you see the Hoosiers having a shot here at home against the Terps?
1: I think if they have a shot. They're not going to win though. <laughs> Well, I guess everybody has a shot, right? Uh, that's why they play. Don't think, don't think they're going to win. And yeah, no, uh, eleven is is that's le- seems big
0: on. at home with Indiana at home, especially yeah. the way Indiana played Michigan that and, first and, half.
1: And Maryland is not uh, the they got the younger brother, nineteen eighty three, Tua Tonga Violoa is the yeah.
0: quarterback. Uh, but you know, Purdue went up and beat them. Just went up and beat them. It wasn't anything, uh, you know, big play or. Special teams performance, they just
1: went up and beat them. How good would Purdue be looking right now had they won that Penn State game? Well,
0: and Syracuse, which
1: they gave away at the end,
0: they could be six and zero. Now I talked to somebody at Purdue who told me, yeah, they could be two and four because they won a couple games, maybe. You know, well, Syracuse maybe they is the won. same way. they The Florida and Atlantic game, Florida Atlantic went for two at the end that would have beaten Purdue. So you know, you say, okay, four and two, that maybe that's about where you should be. Uh, they got Nebraska coming to uh, West Lafayette night game at Purdue against Nebraska tomorrow. Uh, big Ten Network, seven thirty start. Purdue's a fourteen point favorite. Two I'll times. say
1: I'll take Purdue. Now I don't know if they're going to cover. Nebraska's gotten a little bit better since they
0: fired their coach. Now they did have a big fourteen thirteen win at Rutgers last Friday night. So um, and they celebrated in the Rutgers end zone. You're, somebody tell them you're Nebraska. You do have a history. You're not, you don't. You're not celebrating on Rutgers field.
1: Well, is 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 that the coach? And he he's been there twice now. I can Greg Schiano. Yeah, the chopping wood fellow. Chopping wood. The chopping yep. wood. He goes. We just keep chopping. We just keep chopping. Did he not go over? I guess. And pointed fingers at the uh, at the Nebraska coach for or was that two weeks ago? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look he it up. He was not happy. I, I remember what he you're talking about, but I'm not sure which game it was. Yeah, these uh, games uh, start
0: uh, to run together here. We get so optimizes. you like uh, Purdue and you like Indiana plus the points there, plus the eleven.
1: Uh, if if yeah, I made if I made yeah, you I'll, pick I'll, it, I'll, I'll take. If you made me pick it, I'll take the points and I'll take uh, Purdue winning that game.
0: Hilltoppers are at Middle Tennessee State. Western Kentucky went to Texas San Antonio and and played them tough last week. That's a good road runner team that uh, Western was able to cover, keep it fairly close. Uh, they're an eight-point favorite on the road against the three-and-three three Blue Raiders. Both teams are three and three, as a matter of That's fact. That's a big rivalry. It is a, a rivalry robbery, game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. But Western Kentucky, Ed, they can score points with anybody.
1: Well, yeah, they're
0: going to throw it around. Did you see Bailey's Bailey last week? Yes. Yeah, I
1: was going to bring that up.
0: Yeah. Got his first yes. win uh, as the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots.
1: Is this coach at Western? And I, it, it, he, oh, his name escapes me. I'm it's, sorry. It's uh, Clay's brother. Uh, Helton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyson, Tyson. Tyson Helton. Heldon. Yeah. Would he not be a hot commodity for some of these other jobs? It. De- I, he, I mean, he's had. To, it, it depends on, on your they been bowl games. At, at if Western? Western
0: finishes eight and three in the regular season, if they win out here, then yes,
1: he's a candidate. I believe. I thought he's. I thought he's done a good job at Western.
0: But you can't go six and five at Western and expect no, to be
1: a candidate. Yeah,
0: true. Conference USA, you can't do. Right. That. Right. Right. All right. The big game this weekend, three thirty, CBS, Alabama and Tennessee. The Tide has dropped to third. They were first last week. Escaped at home against AM. Six and zero. Oh, they dropped to third in the poll. Tennessee jumps two teams that also won. They're up to sixth. They're undefeated at five and zero. Oh. Alabama seven and a half on the road this week.
1: Well, after not, pl- there are flaws in this. Team. Give me Tennessee and the points. Yeah. However, however, that does not necessarily mean that I think that that Tennessee is going to win the game. Uh, I kind of, I kind of do. I'm going to, I'm going to give a sneak peek to the six pack tomorrow. Until Tennessee beats Alabama, I'll believe it. Yeah. Until they be they've what lost seven in a it's row. It's a big
0: rivalry game. Um that and, place will be and, would you love to be there? I would. Oh my uh, goodness. And I'm not a Knoxville great. guy, but yeah, I'd love to be that there. That would be awesome. Tomorrow or Saturday for that game. Um it's gonna be crazy.
1: I'll for be watching that game, guarantee you. Three thirty
0: C B S. Let me
1: let me pull up Tennessee's Neyland Stadium. General Neyland, right? General, excuse me, General. That place will be rocking. There'll be boats in the harbor. There'll be Tennessee all puts a of lot of points on it. They put 40 on LSU down in Baton Rouge last week. Yeah, but is LSU, 38... Is LSU any good?
0: 38 on the Gators. I know it's Akron, but 63 is still 63. They beat a Pitt team that was ranked, and we right, thought right, was pretty right, good right. at the time, in overtime at Pitt, and 59 on Ball State, so... They put up big numbers. Hendon Hooker, keep that name in mind, the quarterback. Transferred. He can Good run. Day. He can throw. They throw it deep a lot. Alabama's had a little trouble with the deep ball. Uh, the big question, will Bryce Young play? Uh, be the starting quarterback this week? Is he going to be healthy enough for Nick Saban's team?
1: Don't know. But I'm
0: – Seven and a half. I'll tell I'll you this. I'll tell you nine. this. Tennessee, two days ago, was 40-1 to one to win the national championship. What are they now, 20? They're still 40. Oh. But I put a little green on them just in case they win this game. Because if they win this game, they'll drop to 15-1, to 20-1 maybe. But they're going to drop. Now, here's the thing if you're Tennessee. Still got Georgia on the schedule. Right. If right. You, even if you beat Alabama, if you want to win the national championship, you've got to beat Georgia. Because you've got to be in the SEC championship game and have another shot to beat either Alabama or or whoever comes out of the West there, it'll probably be Alabama.
1: Alabama. Now how difficult would that be? I mean oh, it's think brutal. about that. It's about brutal. It. Think about that. And and uh, you know, a lot of people they make they make fun of the SEC because oh it means more. Well, it means a lot in the SEC, but and the Georgia it, game is at Georgia, Tennessee Georgia game is at Georgia. Is that, That's, that's I mean, not good. That's not good.
0: Uh, but the week before the Georgia game, you got Kentucky coming down to Tennessee. Now let's just say Kentucky is on a three-game losing streak, and then they have a bye week before they go to Knoxville. Something to play for here.
1: Well, you got you got you got a week to prepare there. I, yet, I'll, I'll be interested to see. I will really, really be interested to see how Kentucky does, how they defend Mississippi State this week. Yeah. I will be really, really interested. And another thing too is got to stop the run. I but that's I, that's every game well, for anybody, every, right? I, I think we got into a false sense of security with that with that offensive line. How the offensive line has not produced well for No, the the big
0: blue wall, as they like to call no, no, it, no, it's, has it's been a big even, blue sieve.
1: It's been a yeah, big blue sieve. Yeah, it's been right, tough.
0: Back to Louisville. How impressed were you? We got thirty seconds. How impressed were you with, um, with
1: Brock Doman last week? Well, I, for, for, to be honest with you, for all the struggles and all the, the bad stuff that happened to him, I mean, for him to come back and do what he did, the run that he made, the 44-yard touchdown run, changed the game. Great play fake. And, you, you, and she showed a little speed. That was the fir- that Louisville ran the same play three years ago against Wake Forest. But Virginia's bad too. Well, Virgi- Virginia's bad, yeah. Right, but I think I think Louisville will have a, a shot to beat Pitt. They'll have a chance. It's a good spot to have an off week. And, and week. did you see the the Pitt running backs got ran for three hundred and twenty yards last week? I'm not worried about Pitt.
0: Okay, nope. mm. maybe another preview. <laughs> see you tomorrow, Spears on Sports, presented by M. Cartage.